The machine is ever turning, ever hungry. How do you avoid being eaten? How do you avoid drifting into becoming another cog? Can you escape the machine? Should you try or is it impossible? Pondering these questions and more, I mention the machine. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It's episode 31 of the Mention the Machine podcast. Joel, March is almost over. Our challenge ended yesterday. Thank God. How do you feel? I hate it. You hated the challenge? Mm-hmm. And I got nothing from it? I got that I can't reproduce how to get better. <laughs> you can't reproduce how to get better. Explain. Yeah. The data on the graph is it's seesaws, and I hate it. That should have been like a nice... Gentle incline. Someone said maybe maybe it's because you were stressed about it that you didn't have quite the results you were looking for. I thought maybe it might have been sleep related. Because <coughs> my sleep has been messed up the past three months. Hmm. It could be. I mean, you were doing yours pretty early in the day. I was doing mine. Well, before. then I started doing mine a little bit later. And? Did it get better? Nope. Hmm. Weird. I don't know. My, my did a, mine did all right. I didn't, cr- I didn't crack the three-minute mark like I wanted, but... That's kind of a... I've only done that once, and I think I was, like, with six rounds of breath holds and stuff. Mm. Yeah, everything I tried, like, for variables did not seem to make any any good changes. It's all just random. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've tried so many different iterations through, that, through all those breath holds to see what would be better, and... Nope, doesn't matter. Yeah, how about the, uh, the cold showers? <laughs> complete failure. <laughs> <laughs> You didn't, did you do them or did you? I tried 15 seconds and my body's like, nope, we're out. <laughs> oh man, the cold showers were, you were all right. I'd come out and my fingers purple and I feel pretty damn good. Yeah, I didn't make it that far. <laughs> this is this is the one challenge I don't get the challenge coin for. I do know that it takes me exactly, on, on average, I say it takes me uh, three minutes and 10 seconds to shampoo and condition my <laughs> hair and wash my body. <laughs> <coughs> That's like a, that's a good time there. That's a, I have it down to that much at least, so. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So what's, uh, how about the push-ups? How'd the push-ups go for you? Oh, they, they got better. Were you surprised at being able to do push-ups without air? Not really, because like, unfortunately, one of my bad habits is I tend not to breathe when I do physical shit. <laughs> so I'm just kind of like everyday shit. Sometimes when I'm doing the push-ups, like my brain goes somewhere else. And I'm just keep doing the push-ups, and uh-huh. I'm like, then I bring myself back. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm supposed to be doing these push-ups. See, that's how when I was trying to do the, do the breathing occasionally, I'd be doing the breathing. Also, I'm like, wait a second, I should be breathing. <laughs> but the push-ups, it's like I was doing it. Like, oh, there goes the auction. They're getting lightheaded. Need to stop. <laughs> Couldn't crack the forty-second mark. <clears throat> that's all right. No, I think it was a good challenge. I, I enjoyed it. Um, I'm glad it's over, also, because I got sick of. Having that fit in, in mm-hmm. amongst the other stuff I'm doing. It's like a good 10 to 15 minutes a day to get a block. Yeah, and to find the right time to do it because you want to do it before you eat mm-hmm. and everything else. And it's like, by the time I'm ready to eat, I'm just ready to eat. I, I'd be getting up to go eat, be like, damn it, I got to do my mm-hmm. breathing. Well, that's what I was doing too. That's why I did it first thing in the morning, like, get this shit out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> Wake up, do the breathing. <laughs> they had to add the damn push ups. I couldn't do push ups in bed. I'm like, oh, now I got to actually do this now on the floor. Yeah. Yeah, I, I usually lay on the floor to do it. I did different music. I did Meaning Wave. No difference. Weird. Yeah. I accept my, my limitations. <laughs> well, it's also your first time doing it. So it's like, I think 
<clears throat> you started. You you were pretty average on crack in the one minute thirty mark, weren't you? Mm, it depended. The biggest issue was I didn't understand how when I exhaled, and then like a minute in, I exhale again. I'm like, there's nothing left. <laughs> well, that's one of the things about it is it's pulling the excess like CO2 out of your system, so it might be that. I mean, that might be why. You had lower lower times is because you're just not used to doing it. You just built it up. <clears throat> I'm also thinking about it because of my body weight. More weight, more oxygen needed, and therefore I hold breath less. Maybe. I'm kind of curious if I can find some data on that. I don't know. That's crazy, though. Yeah. <clears throat> but I will not be sm- swimming underwater anytime soon. Oh, no, I'm not doing that shit. <clears throat> I'm not, Wim Hof had the stories of like his eyeballs freezing, like mm-hmm. swimming under ice and stuff i'm not trying to do that like i said i told you off the podcast i learned a very valuable lesson this month in order to do amazing things you need to suffer amazing trauma (laughs) that's the story of batman for those who don't know (laughs) went off had a family of four and his lovely wife and then one night she kissed the kids goodbye good night went to the top of the apartment building and did a swan dive Mm -hmm. he was inconsolable so he started jumping into hot and cold water that's where he figured out how to do the, what he does. Mm-hmm. So. I don't think I want to be great if it means that kind of trauma. <laughs> I'll be mediocre. I'm okay with that. Well, it goes into the whole uh, like Goggins thing about turning your suffering into a superpower. It's mm-hmm. like, well, he he did. I mean, you either you either give up or you move forward. If you move forward, then eventually you're gonna succeed, I guess. Yeah, like I get shit done. Like I saw my co my manager a couple months ago about a coworker. And she was talking about she worried about I'm like, you should be worried about me. You know what crap I worry about? She goes, yeah, but you want to get yourself done. I thought about it. I'm like, yeah, no matter what's going on in my life, I get shit done. <laughs> it's almost like the therapy of, oh, I have this dreadful thing that I think about. Hey, I think I'm going to go with the lawn. Oh, you need to solve this complex problem in a couple of days? I'll work on that. <laughs> All the stuff Joel does to distract himself <laughs> from dealing with his issues. <laughs> some days I just why, sit. That's why Joel can't sit still and meditate and everything because he's actually got to deal with his shit. <laughs> hey, I'm able to sit in the float tank for an hour and actually not think of anything. The float tank is like the best place for me to do that stuff. Yeah, I got to do that. I got to get back in there. It's been uh, too long. I've, I've tried to make a commitment to myself that I was going to do it once a quarter, but just to realign everything. I'll have extra floats if you ever want to go. Well, yeah, whenever. I'm ready. So, got a question for you. Mm-hmm. What is the machine? What is the machine? Man, that's kind of the question. It's uh, <clears throat> I would say it can be taken a couple different ways. It could be like the machine could be the secret forces that are like secret societies and those sorts of rules. Or it could just be the, the natural flow that happens from all these integrated systems touching each other. Now, I said on the way to lunch, I did not want to turn into a conspiracy podcast, and here you are, just turning into the story. Hey, I, I, we had an episode about conspiracy theories, if you recall. Yeah, just one. <laughs> <laughs> They're all conspiracy theories, that's all. Like, I don't know if I want reading too much Warhammer, too much sci-fi. Of course you have. But I... I Everything's correlating with this. I'm like, this this can't be right. <laughs> when people start cutting you off and you start screaming heretics, <laughs> done too much Warhammer. No, it's more along the lines of like, like the one thing I've been, I've been fascinated with Warhammer is like, 
You got the regular people. Mm-hmm. You got these space marines, genetically engineered, like, dudes, 10 foot tall, like, super soldiers. Mm-hmm. And you got these other creatures that make them look like little bitches. Mm-hmm. It's like, there's a food chain. And there's always something worse out there to kill you. Of course. So you look at all these all these armies, and they spend who knows how much money to get these armies together. And it just it feels like it's a waste to to fight that kind of war, and the results are still the same. Well, next war. What's the result? What's the alternative? The the alternatives to get destroyed. But like I don't know. It's like weird. Like I look at our economy and stuff. It's like we throw all this money in the military, yet where's it going? Or like you got all these influencers making supposedly all this money. Like, is it really there, or are you guys just smoke screening? Well, what you I think you're running into the, uh, what's the, the, the not the, uh, the, not the abundance trap, what the hell they call it here. The scarcity, scarcity thinking, that there's not enough money to go around for everything. Well, it's not that there's not enough money to go around, it's that, like, if there's all these millionaires, mm-hmm. then why is there all this poverty? Because... <laughs> Some people are just going to be in poverty. I mean, there's the poverty's gotten way less as humans have, uh, as society has evolved. My Instagram has turned into, hey, let me show you this side hustle. Let me really show you how to make some money. Yeah. I think a lot of the things, one of the key factors in there being like homeless people is drugs and alcohol and mental, mental uh, issues. <clears throat> so it's not even a money factor. It's just they can't hold down a job. Mm-hmm. So they can't, can't make money. I'm more focused on the resources, not the money. Because, like, you look at all these housing plans, and, like, you have all these houses are so expensive. Like, what do you get for your money? Like, mm-hmm. lava is garbage. Yeah. Like, I saw a guy the other day. It's like, oh, look at this fall, this, uh, this fall uh, brick we can put on the side of the house. It's still particle board. Like, it's <laughs> shit. The second that shit gets wet, your house is gone. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's no counting for taste, I guess. Yeah. But, <coughs> excuse me. Um, yeah, I, I mean, there's... There's definitely a way to solve all of the problems. It's just at, at resource allocation. I don't think people want to solve the problems. Some people don't because they're they're all uh, it's called a uh, beach ball thinking. They only see the ball from their color that they're standing on. So their piece of the pie is all they see. They they can't see the whole thing. <clears throat> and I think that's always going to be the way until there's something happens that makes us think. Uh, something bigger than our own ball. So it's like going to be something like contact with an extraterrestrial race for instance where mm. suddenly we we're going to think outside of ourselves I mean, it's like look how look how the united the, the country became at 9-11 it was mm. like everybody was all all of a sudden we're all neighbors we're all friends and then <clears throat> before that everyone was just with their petty squabbles so when we have a common enemy interesting the smartest ape like all the corporations and all this, like the the bank, the bank run with the silicon, the Silicon Valley Bank thing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so you weren't a real a real bank because you didn't. You, as the one guy put it, their clientele didn't need a bank loan to buy a car. They could buy the car company. Hmm. So they didn't have the the imp, the uh, money. They didn't have the the um, revenues they normally have as a bank. Oh, okay. So like it was just rich people swapped money around and everyone took the money. I was like, oh wait, we're not making money. Oh wait, we're out of money. Yeah, that's that seems like a, a terrible business model. But there's always like, and it happens over and over. Like 2008, like my favorite one of my favorite movies is Margin Call. I don't know if you've ever seen it or not. No, we were talking about that. I gotta, I gotta watch that one. Well, basically, what happens <clears> is they're doing this massive layoff of this financial company, and this old guy sees this one new, new um, intern. It's like, hey, you gotta look at this data. Something's not right. I can't. I don't know what it is, but you gotta look at it. And they throw him out the door. So the guy starts looking at it and goes, wait a second. 
we're fucked. Like, so he starts going up the chain and telling him what's going on, and everyone's like, I don't understand. Explain to me like I'm five. <laughs> it's like, how nobody knows anything. It's like, I, I don't understand. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's typical about all of us. Like, how many people are writing programs that don't know? Like uh, basic binary or something like that. It's like everyone doesn't know binary. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, it's, that's four, it. It's all eight, built. Everything's built. Everything's built on. Joel's showing his tism again. Where <laughs> 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 everything, everything's built on something else for a reason. It's like, and that's just the the nature of it. I mean, like I think it was Joe Rogan who said, like, if society collapses, like, who the hell do you know that knows how to make a light bulb? Like, if you had to make a light bulb from scratch, could you? Nope. It's like, well, like, people talk about getting the power back. It's like, well, getting the power back is one thing, but who's going to make the light bulbs? Funny you say that. Because <laughs> that's April's challenge. Making a light bulb? Building a body of knowledge. <clears throat> what do you mean? <laughs> well, we talked about... Damn, chicken. <laughs> we talked about... Fighting the... back. We talked about the Raspberry Pi that could survive a nuclear attack, so you mm-hmm. restart society. And we're talking about, like... Yeah, a... we're not a conspiracy theory podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're over here in my, my bunker talking about <laughs> building devices to restart society. <laughs> but anyway, they talk about all these, like, mobile, like, portable Wikipedias and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And you're talking about the, the, all the ancient alien stuff mm-hmm. and how... Be nice to have some place where all this information was. I'm like, hey, why don't we build a body of knowledge about something and research something for a month? So that's April's challenge. So how we how do we how do we conduct this challenge? What's the like? We're not just gonna go out and Google one day and just be like, oh, there, I did it. Like, no, it's we're gonna, gonna be some daily task. We're gonna actually read <clears throat> stuff, watch stuff, and c- compile it, summarize it, and put in a, a like little category catalog thingy on the inter- on the internet and some kind of wiki. This, this sounds like a uh, a team project. That... It is a team project. So I'm still not understanding what the daily task is going to be. You got to do your, you got to research whatever shit to be one of the stuff. Well, that's that's very broad. We're not. Well, we have to pick a topic first. I thought we were going to do ancient alien stuff. That's fine. We got a, uh, you got like less than 24 hours to pick your topic. <laughs> we just did ancient okay, aliens. Okay, stuff. so so we're researching ancient aliens. Yeah. Okay. Because you're talking about how like there's correlations between technologies of, of, of yesteryear and today. Mm-hmm. So, like I was talking the other day, I went to my buddy's house. We were watching old. This, this guy reviews infomercials of how he loves all the stuff. They, they did the slap shop. So we watched the fat electrician. He was talking about different um, stuff from the old like 70s and 60s, and they showed a commercial snippet of a slap shop from the 70s. Mm-hmm. Like they just re, they, re, they just redid it. Mm-hmm. Like history's repeating itself. <laughs> of course. How many how many movies are remakes now? So I kind of want to do that kind of thing, like see like how many things have been around for a while and we just don't know it. Well, like the whole Metamucil and Colon Broom thing, how like it, they just basically rebranded the chains of flavor and they rebranded it and charged a shitload of money. Mm-hmm. Same stuff. Uh huh. Different product, different packaging. Same old shit. <clears throat> yeah, but I find that the ancient stuff fascinating for just like the weird reasons behind it. Like if we're getting conspiracy theory on it, like I think it's a uh, Gobeki Tempe is the one that the guy, he was just a, sh- a shepherd, 
he was out one day and he saw like a weird stone sticking out and like he dug it out a little bit and realized it was like some ancient obelisk or something mm-hmm. and then they started digging all around it and it's like this massive thing that they've only unearthed like 10% of that somebody had purposely at one point buried mm-hmm. because of the, they, they can tell that by the distribution of the soil mm-hmm. like it's all like the same it's not like it just took the place over time and it's like well why why did somebody do that mm-hmm. it's crazy <clears throat> why would somebody just bury like a whole like city or how do you bury a whole city though exactly how what technologies did they have, Joe? Exactly. So I think, thing, I think like compiling shit like that would be interesting. Mm-hmm. We have to pick a, like our favorite kind of mysteries, histories, mysteries, and fucking mm-hmm. line them up. <clears throat> so I figure, I figure like basically read, watch whatever media we got, summarize it, catalog, catalog it, and maybe put a copy somewhere. Hmm. Carve it to some hieroglyphics somewhere. Because, like, I don't know. Like, they always talk about, oh, yeah, download this copy of Raspberry Pi thing, and you can just do, you can, like, farm, do all the stuff. I'm like, well, what other stuff can can we learn? Yeah, I mean, all the information's out there. It's just, Mm -hmm. uh, I think the hardest part is, once you have all that information, you have to be willing to use it. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the the books I'm reading, that uh, Becoming the the King, Becoming a King, that I was telling you about. He talks about how he hit a point in his life where he realized he was just a specialist. And he wanted to be more of a generalist because he didn't know how to do anything to actually take care of himself or anything like that. He mm-hmm. was wholly dependent on society for it. He said he asked his son one time, he said, son, what, do you, what does a man need to survive in this world? And his son told him, a cell phone and a wallet. He was kind of saddened by that. Mm-hmm. He said, well, one of the first steps he took to becoming more of a generalist is he started carrying a pocket knife everywhere. Because mm-hmm. probably because he saw that, that Gerber commercial. Yeah. That's like, he said, well, you know, look, these, these people look like they're the types of people that I want to be, and they're apparently carrying a knife, so he started carrying a knife. And he said that at first it was just used for simple stuff, but it led him to getting into more in-depth projects for himself. Mm-hmm. So it's like, take, take the step, figure out what you need to know. So what would also take the start homesteading? That's not a good question. What's that? What, what would it take to start homesteading? Uh, the first step is what I'm trying to do, where it's trying to start growing more vegetables. And then getting into like canning them and like serving this, uh, saving them, preserving them, so mm-hmm. you're not just losing them. Like <clears throat> I've grown kale before and like eaten like some kale, but I don't eat enough kale. And like, mm-hmm. what am I gonna do with the rest of it? I should I should be freezing it or something. So what did our parents? What did our grandparents know that we don't know? Oh, a whole lot of stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> even my even my parents. I mean, my parents are. Let's see, I'm 44. I'll be 45 in a couple of weeks. My mom just turned 80. My dad's going to turn 90 in June. Like, there's a lot of information that old man's had. Yeah. And that's the scary, that's the crazy thing about it is when you think about, like, you think 200 years ago is, like, a long time, but then you realize it's, like, just two, well, two adults. Mm-hmm. Two adults died, and it's, like, 200 years, and you're, like, stuff wasn't that far, far away. Nope. But there's a lot of stuff I've learned throughout the years, like, most people don't know how to do. Like, like apparently a lot of people don't know how to start a fire unless they're avid campers, but even that's not, like... Well, and then there's just how many different ways are there? How many different types of fire are there? Mm-hmm. And, like, where can I practice those? Mm-hmm. Like, I want to start the one that's, like, in the hole with the, the vent mm-hmm. that you build through another hole. Like, mm-hmm. I want to build cool stuff like that and be able to say that I can do that when I need to. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so that'll be that'll be June's challenge. <laughs> Homesteading. <laughs> Joe, how long can we live without electricity? 
Am I generating it? I'm just living without it, period. Just living without it. I'm going solar. I'm going hydro. I'm going thermal. <laughs> Dig me a hole. Get down to 50 degree weather. <laughs> thermal. Well, they were talking about geothermal, and the one guy was like, yeah, if you, if you had, basically, if you took some copper line and ran it like a thousand feet or something and wound back and forth, you could suck the heat out of the earth and then use that for your radiator. So instead of having the heat from like 50, 30, 20, zero degrees out, if you're on the frost line, it's always 56, 50, 55 degrees, I believe. Hmm. So you're only, right, you're only heating 20 degrees instead of heating all the way from the very bottom. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So many things like that that are like hidden out there that... Like what would it what would it take to make something like that the mainstream? Is like there's the push to get people to adopt it first of all, but then there's also the push of the industries that don't want you to disrupt them. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, I need an electric car. No, you don't. No. Look at the poor kids in the cobalt mines and feel bad for yourself. Uh-huh. Exactly. But like I said, I want to document like interesting things that could be useful for survival and whatnot. There's a thing that always fall, comes up on, uh, I think it's Instagram or TikTok for me. I think it's an Instagram ad for bugoutbinder.com. Well, I got that survival book then. Yeah, I, I started looking through that too. But uh, yeah, because I, I want to try to do something something self-sufficient on at least one day one, one day of the week, one weekend mm-hmm. day, just to have some project to do and be working on. I want to do something on the side here to catch more rainwater. Like I gave you that one rain barrel, but I want to get like a couple of them and set up a, a filtering system. Mm-hmm. Ideally, that would be what I use to feed the garden, but that'd be I'd have to figure out where I'd put them to do that. I I know a place I can go. <laughs> well, the garden's over there, so I'd have to. I'd want to be able to like just turn a valve and it's have called, water the garden. It's called irrigation, my friend. <laughs> Gravity's your friend. It's not an old. It's not a new technology. Irrigation. I'm telling you. I just heard there's a new thing. I think it's called Nostra. I forget. It's like notes and other stuff or something. It's like an open source, like way to distribute knowledge. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't looking into that before we started. What is it? Notes. It's like Nostra or something. I, I mm-hmm. forget. The guy mentioned it in a podcast. And I forgot to write it down. I but, thought you were talking about Notion. No, uh, not uh, Notion. This is this is basically distributed. It's almost like Mastodon for information, but you can't block entire servers and block things for yourself. Hmm. So that way information is actually out there. Hmm. And that's the other thing. Why do we need so much protection from data? Uh, is it protection from data or protecting your data? No, protection from data. Like they're, they're talking about how they want to stop ChatGPT4 or 5 being ran for six months because they were misinformation and all this. I'm like, so you mean, you're telling people people can't think. I just give them a piece of information and they're going to believe it's true. Well, that's hand-holding again. That's people want, pretending that they... Let go of my hand! Yeah. <laughs> like when the crossing guard walks out in front of you to stop the traffic where he's like lady I can cross the street mm-hmm. I appreciate you doing your job but I don't I appreciate everyone doing their job I don't even the Nazis you appreciate Nazis doing their job no boom <laughs> <laughs> I heard another joke I heard today the guy said uh, his German friend was complaining how he can't get any good bagels. And he looked at him and he said, well, whose fault is that? <laughs> <laughs> you want to hear my Nazi joke? Uh, sure. Knock, knock. This is going to get us banned. Who's there? No, we'll be asking the questions. No, yeah. <laughs> These are the last questions. <laughs> <laughs> 
worried for a second. I was like, I shouldn't have let y'all tell a Nazi joke on the podcast. We're going to get flagged. We're going to get hate mail. I welcome any mail whatsoever. <laughs> we get nothing. Other than the occasional voicemail from Dave. <laughs> so Dave's got to step it up and send some hate mail. <laughs> I found out one of my coworkers listens, so. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. She and her husband find it amusing, which is nice. Hello, co-worker. Hopefully, Joel doesn't say anything bad about you on the podcast. Never said anything bad about Renee. She's awesome. <laughs> I remember, I, we went and hung out last Saturday, and we made chili. Hmm. She's a she's a meal prepper, so hmm. she made giant bags of chili. Another good skill to have, meal mm-hmm. prepping. So, yeah, I'm, I'm all fired up about people like trying to protect me from myself. I'm like, no, 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 no. If, you underestimate my stupidity. <laughs> exactly. If no I'm protecting me from me. If I want to light myself on fire, I will light myself on fire. Don't exactly. you be trying to stop me. Yeah, and that that goes into the whole thing with like the uh, you know banning guns and stuff like that. That's not going to stop tragedies. It's just going to change the weapon. They're just going to get more violent. <laughs> I told you about my my thought, but I can't say it on here because I'm not giving anybody that idea. Nope. <clears throat> so what is the bench? A bench. That's a, um, uh, well, I forget the exact definition of it, but... I want your definition. Uh, <clears throat> if I remember correct, it was um, like a man trying to... A man doing his best or something like that. So, a man doing his best and trying to be better. So. I remember the very beginning, like, oh, so you're the mentioned on machine then. He goes, and you're like, oh, or, or it's vice versa. We don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, some, sometimes we, we have a... Contra, contradictory logic going on. So. Yep. I'm doing a lot of thinking about people and relations and whatnot and how everyone can think differently, mm-hmm. but no one seems to understand that. I don't know if I can think of that. I'm like, but there's people who do. And just because you can't understand it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. And that's why, because people can't understand differences in perspective. Mm-hmm. And their, their, their truth. It's like, no, there's three versions of the truth at all times. There's what you think is the truth, what I think is the truth, and then there's the actual truth. But we're also just, we're just interpreting it differently. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's like that dumb meme that gets passed around where it's like the six or the nine on the ground at the one guy standing mm-hmm. going in and it's like, oh, it's a six, it's a nine. It's like, no, whoever put it there clearly put it there to be one of those things. Mm-hmm. So it's either a six or a nine. But as you're both looking at it without knowing which one the, the intended was, then you're both right. Yes. But you're also arguing about a number on the ground, so you're all idiots. There's a man in the forest <laughs> looking at a waterfall without a cell phone. Not understanding why he should be upset right now. Yep, not understanding why he should be so afraid. I just, I was, one of the days we were doing, the, I was doing the Wim Hof thing. I was having one of those days where I was like, why am I bothering? And I thought, you know, in five years, this next five minutes isn't going to matter. Mm-hmm. All these problems I'm worried about right now, they're not going to be here in five years. Probably not even going to remember them. <clears throat> yeah, I was sitting there the other day and I was watching, looking at my cat while he was sleeping. I'm like, this little murder machine right here, he had no idea that society might collapse at any minute. And he doesn't care. <laughs> somehow he'll see, somehow if he needs to, he'll survive. Mm-hmm. Like, I think one of all these apocalypse movies and whatnot, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to live my life until the apocalypse happens, then we'll, we'll work it out. <laughs> I like Bill Burr's thoughts on that. He's like, I don't want to be alive in the apocalypse. Take take me out in the first wave. I don't yeah, want to be. Same here. I don't want to be struggling to survive. Same like, here. 
Like, let me let me jump headfirst into the tiger's mouth. Like, let's get it over with fast. Andrew Heaton did a thing about nuclear weapons and like, what would a hypothetical nuclear weapon went off in America? How it would go down? Mm-hmm. And it's miserable. Of <laughs> it's course. just miserable. Of course, you're better off being in the in the, in the insta kill blast radius and surviving the next 10, 15 years. Why well, nobody wants to live in Fallout World? Like, Fallout but, World's not a fun place. There's somebody out there that does. I don't think they want to live there. I think they're just prepared for it. They I'm tired of movies where people are living in fucking bunkers and come out and or they can't come out. And I'm tired of post-apocalyptic teenagers saving the world or some stupid shit. You're, you are hung up on teenagers saving the world. I just, I'm just annoyed. I think, I think someone's been watching too much anime. I think it was no, anime. it's not even anime. The only anime I'm watching is Chainsaw Man. Which, if you're not watching, it has, it, you should watch. It's pretty violent. I'll put it on the list. <laughs> But, uh, no, it's just that, that trope that keeps going on with the, the the teenagers, though. The teenagers find out that the adults have been lying to them and the real world is beautiful and saved. And It's like I half expected that to happen in The Matrix if they actually went topside to find out that, like, society was real. They'd just been running around in the fucking <laughs> underground playing in their little sandbox. Yeah. The, they, the they... machines are actually just sewer cleaners and you're hanging out in the sewer. <laughs> Your trash for like hanging on the sewer. Like between stoicism and Warhammer, it's like I'm insignificant. There's a much bigger <laughs> thing out there than me. Joel's having an existential crisis. Having? I've been having one for the past month and a half. What are you talking about? <laughs> I just keep doing tasks I get to put it off more. <laughs> can't, like you can't be insignificant if you got shit to do. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> I highly disagree. You're just not doing big enough shit. <laughs> well, like I said, my buddy put it put me in perspective when he lost his leg. I'm like, I'm here moping around for no dumb reason. This dude doesn't have a leg anymore. Now he needs help to do everything. I'm like, and here I am walking around, going to the bathroom all willy-nilly. <laughs> Let me just get up easily and go over there. <laughs> but it's like, you're being a bitch. Stop it. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of things need to be in perspective like that. Like, do you know how how how, how much we take for granted taking a shit without someone wiping your ass, uh-huh. taking you off the potty? Yeah, there's a whole world of that that uh, I I learned about because of because of my wife and her working in nursing homes for so long. It's like I don't want to be I don't want to be that old to have nope. that problem. Like, if I can't get into bed, my own power put me down. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's just fucking figuring it out that, like, you, you can age gracefully and get to that point, but yeah, a lot like of people, my, they just stop. Yeah, look at my dad. They just stop doing anything. I think your dad's just hanging on by fucking gumption. He, he gave me a lot of crap the other day. We were, t- we were Now that the weather's officially over, we had to take the tra- we had to plow off the, off the backhoe tractor thingy. And he's like, oh, last time before I turn 90, we take this off. God's willing, I'll be here for next year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but that's the thing is, if you're if you're ninety, you're you're staring down the gun, the barrel of the gun. Like it's could be. I mean, not that it couldn't be any day for all of yeah. us, but you know, you can probably count your years. You got more like tickets in the lottery than everybody else. Yeah, you can count your you can count your years left probably on two hands. <laughs> and like, I went to move something. It's like, oh, I remember when I had strength like that. Don't have it no more. <laughs> Don't get used to it. <laughs> I'm like, I'm well aware. That's what I'm doing with this shit now so I can have these memories. Remember that time I picked that thing up? 
That's why you got to keep lifting them weights, Joe. You got to get back under the bar. I am on. I am starting on Monday. <clears throat> Don't let gravity win. What's that? If you can pick it up, it's lightweight. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched so many quote relatable gym TikToks. It's just. Mm-hmm. It's weird because if you watch TikTok in the morning, I get different stuff than I get in the afternoon or in the evening. Have you noticed that? I usually want to check. My, my TikTok and Instagram are usually first thing in the morning. Like, I don't. After the rest of the day, I might scroll through Facebook a little bit or I'll watch TikTok of Vincent, but I do all my doom scrolling first thing in the morning. Yeah, I don't really get into too much doom scrolling. I do. Uh, and the thing is, though, what what, def- what actually defines doom scrolling? I think it's if you're just using it as a, a procrastination tactic and you're just yeah, like, I, endlessly I, I, scrolling. And it's like TikTok, where you can sit there and you can watch TikTok all goddamn day. Just see for me, it scrolls like, itself. When I wake up, like I read through TikTok. I watch TikTok first. My eyes adjust. So I can actually read shit. Like if I found like now when I wake up, my eyes are like, oh, we can kind of see, but you can't really read the text yet. So. <laughs> See, when I wake up, I feed the cats, and then while they're eating, I usually read the uh, Daily Stoic and uh, Daily Laws, and mm-hmm. then I, I fucking, I try not to start my day reacting to stuff, so I try to make sure I'm doing oh things that I want to do. Oh, trust me, I'm not, I'm not watching, I'm, I'm not reading the news, I'm watching stupid shit. I know. Like. <laughs> but, I mean, I, but that's even, even that feels like I'm just reacting to stuff instead of doing something, so it's. I am dealing my memes first thing in the morning. <laughs> so by the time I have my friends wake up, I'm like, oh, that's funny shit. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I'm trying to go back to sleep and my phone keeps going off and I know it's you with fucking <laughs> Instagram videos. It's your fault for just giving me up early in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gotta, get, I gotta get my morning routine back in shape so I can actually start staying awake. Like I said, once that six, 60 degrees and first thing in the morning comes up, 15, 20 miles a day. Get them legs ready for the bike ride. Mm-hmm. 100 miles the first day. Every day is leg day. But they, uh, yeah, from from the people that are, I'm, I'm talking to that have done that bike ride, mm-hmm. I'm not thinking we're going to have any problem. Like, the the, the, the terrain is probably going to be fucking pretty smooth sailing the whole way, so. That's, I want the elevation information so I can do some figuring. Yeah, I don't think there's any big steep hills to climb, because they said that usually everyone finishes it, and like, they said... Pretty much everyone finishes it in more than enough time. Okay. So it's like, psh, I'm finishing it early. <laughs> That's my goal, too. Like, oh, it's flat, paved road? Like, <laughs> if, it, if it ain't a mile uphill. <laughs> well, we did 10 miles uphill. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I, I, I didn't remember the exact distance, but my it, brain... It was my, 10 miles. My brain compressed it down to me being a little bitch, but 10 miles uphill is a little rough. I'm going to bring a lot of magic beans this time. <laughs> yeah, they say consume so many grams of carbs every hour. And I normally don't, so this time I'm going to I'm gonna make sure I do that. Start feeling how that feels while we do some training rides. Mm-hmm. For those of you that don't know, Joel and I are doing the Bike MS ride from Pittsburgh up to Lake Erie in early June. June 3rd and 4th. If you would like to donate, reach out to Joel because he still hasn't hit his goal. Yes, I have. What are you talking about? I thought your goal was $1,000. No, my goal is $300 to do the ride. Oh. I hope that the 1000 make it look like I didn't hit my goal. Oh. Yeah. I thought you were still looking for donations. Fuck no. <laughs> I got the bare minimum. I'm good to go. Yeah. I got, uh, I got 300, 350 I think. Maybe maybe 450 I think I'm at like six or 700 right now. Yeah. Yeah, well, we'll be riding. Yep. 
without headphones. We'll see about that. Just raw dogging the, the world. I'm like, who the hell rides 150 miles in silence? That's just, that's just, ugh. People that want to talk. That's why they're, 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 they're socializing while riding Aim. What? Aim talking. That's what they're doing. They're talking. They're that's riding. how the shit works? Well, not for me. You pound those miles out. <laughs> Who's going to do the miles? Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I gotta, I gotta get his boat, uh, bike crew two shirts. Yeah, can't hurt bike crew two. We still need it. We still need a slogan. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna catch a, some drifting and get going on that that ride. Drifting. Yeah. You mean drafting? Drafting. That's it. Yeah. Drifting is a lot different than drifting. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, that's gonna fuck up your tires, right? <laughs> <laughs> Watch me power slide. <laughs> I'm going I'm a Super Mario Kart this year. <laughs> well, you two are disqualified for throwing turtle shells at the <laughs> turtle shells, bananas. You know, they said I gotta eat these carbs. They didn't say I gotta keep the peels to my. <laughs> That's biodegradable material. <laughs> yeah, I gotta figure out what I'm gonna take for. So it's 100 miles the first day, 50, 50 miles the second day. If you want to do 100 miles, I think otherwise it's 80. That's oh, there's... that takes our care of my century for the year. Uh-huh. Pre-planned route. And like you said, you wanted to be in Ohio, and I think we cross into Ohio. Okay. Do it all in one swoop. I heard a, I heard a horror story that, that was all uphill for this ride. But he had no information. I'm like, oh, I think you're full of shit. No, that doesn't make any sense. They, they wouldn't do that. They wouldn't have a spike all uphill, though, because there's people there that are not... Pro bikers, masochists. I think you're looking for the word masochist. <laughs> <laughs> it's not masochistic. It's masochistic. It's, it's fun. Who the hell goes? I'm gonna do a 60 mile bike ride today. Let's go do 100. Hey, let's go back and do that 60 again. See if we can do it faster. Masochist. That's who. Yeah. I think we can do it faster. <laughs> <laughs> now that we know the terrain, we know what we're in for. We know to, to stay off the magic beans until we need the, for going up the hill. Well, that's what we did. <laughs> no, we, we were popping them things before. You we were popping them on the way down. Like once. Hmm. Didn't pop, save them. Pop more on the way in, but on the way back than the way in. Too early, Junior. <laughs> I finished it. You got to save the Nas for later. Finished, didn't I? Yeah. We also got to figure out a better time to turn around so we don't have to fucking do a little cycling back and forth dance to make the whole thing. That was some bullshit. <laughs> fucking driving, biking back and forth past the car. <laughs> Eugene had never seen such bullshittery. Yes, but we got that 60 month. We got our metric century in. Yeah, we did. Oh, that food tastes good. <laughs> yes, it did. Food and beers. And I didn't pass out for two for three hours like the last, <laughs> like the last bike ride we did. <laughs> I learned a few things since then. <laughs> You're also not on a mountain bike. <laughs> <laughs> My buddy and I went out uh, back in the beginning of March, and he smoked. No, it was in, it was February. He smoked. And he goes, "How's it feel getting smoked by a, uh, by an Italian guy during Black History Month?" <laughs> I'm like, I'm just biding my time. You wait till the summer comes. What is it, the Nords? Is that what it was? The, uh... No, that's not the right term. Damn, I'm fucking up on words today. The, uh... I think someone needs some more protein in their life. Probably. I, I did only eat a Red Baron pizza last night. <laughs> um, but, uh... 
There's a, a group of black people that came to, to and basically took conquered Italy for a while, and they said that's why Italian people have the dark pigment is because they got some black in them. Mm. I made an appropriate racial joke towards him back, and oh, yes, <laughs> which will not be said on anything that can be recorded. <laughs> Just put it at the end cap. Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> Did you say, how, how are you riding a bicycle and talking since you're Italian? Don't you need your hands for that? <laughs> no, it was, it was very, very inappropriate, and I will not be saying it. Oh, man, I can't wait. Well, that's the end of the podcast, ladies yep. and gentlemen, because I need to know this joke. See you guys next, in what, <laughs> next month, in two weeks or so. Two weeks, yeah. That wraps up another episode of The Mesh and the Machine. If you would like to contact or subscribe to the podcast, please visit TheMentionTheMachine.com. If you would like to leave a voicemail, please call 412-294-8557. You hear that in the background? That's music you usually forget to turn off. We're not, we're not ready yet. We're doing the test, the test thingy. Yeah. All right, let me turn the music off then. It's fine. Yeah, I'll be snippy. Being snippy, it's trying to be funny. Snippy. If I was snippy, I'd have scissors. But don't sh. You've been hanging out with too many toddlers. <laughs> no. Stay away from the schoolyards, Joel. <laughs> <laughs>